I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible, and it starts with you. Get out your field notes, and let's tap into Peaceful Achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills, and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. All right, folks, you're going to love this episode this week. It's with Nancy Barrows. Now, Nancy, it's really interesting, and I mean, how often do you see somebody who says that they are dedicated to showing up openly and honestly? You know, too many times people hide behind the curtain. And that is what we're talking about during this episode. Now, Nancy has created these invisible report cards. And I think it's quite fascinating. You're really going to understand. But we talk about how to disarm the stigma and removing those invisible report cards, which essentially are those things that we do with judging ourselves. Now, that right there, I mean, if you can relate to that, you're going to get a lot out of this episode. You know, Nancy also titles herself as the queen of engagement. She's a community creator and a gatherer. She's done some amazing things. She hosts a weekly live show with Connected Human Conversations. So you can already tell there's a reason why we had Nancy on as a guest. Now, there's also a very real and raw story that is shared on this episode. And so be aware of that if you have children with you or listening, or if you've got this, just uh, maybe listen to this episode solo because there's a story that's going to come out, but it's part of what we talk about with Nancy. And so we're going to get into some great conversations. So enjoy this episode and we look forward to having you all join us again next week. All right, folks, you're going to love this episode this week. It's with Nancy Barrows. Now, Nancy, it's really interesting. And I mean, how often do you see somebody who says that they are dedicated to showing up openly and honestly? You know, too many times people hide behind the curtain. And that is what we're talking about during this episode. Now, Nancy has created these invisible report cards. And I think it's quite fascinating. You're really going to understand. But we talk about how to disarm the stigma and removing those invisible report cards, which essentially are those things that we do with judging ourselves. Now, that right there, I mean, if you can relate to that, you're going to get a lot out of this episode. You know, Nancy also titles herself as the queen of engagement. She's a community creator and a gatherer. She's done some amazing things. She hosts a weekly live show with Connected Human Conversations. So you can already tell there's a reason why we had Nancy on as a guest. Now, there's also a very real and raw story that is shared on this episode. And so be aware of that if you have children with you or listening, or if you've got this, just um, maybe listen to this episode solo because there's a story that's going to come out, but it's part of what we talk about with Nancy. And so we're going to get into some great conversations. So enjoy this episode and we look forward to having you all join us again next week. Now, today we have welcomed Nancy Barrows and, you know, Nancy just tells everybody she's so dedicated to showing up openly and honestly. And as you know, 
one of the things to having it all is having exactly that. So we are going to talk about being the chick with the tool belt and some of these invisible report cards that Nancy has, and she's going to share with us. So Nancy, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you and your audience for the time and space. It's uh, greatly appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, you are a community creator and you are also known as the queen of engagement. So what makes you the queen of engagement? Why is that so important? Well, for me, when I got on LinkedIn specifically, I there's all this pressure to build your numbers, build your numbers. And luckily, I jumped onto LinkedIn without knowing anything. I didn't know about metrics. I didn't know that you were supposed to, quote unquote, show up professionally and do business. And as I was going through it, you know, it's just kept in my mind that every profile is a person. And so I built my network very, very slowly. I would accept people and send them a note and ask them for a virtual coffee so that I could know the people who were in my network. And that sort of started the queen of engagement. I took the time to get to know people, have a personal relationship. And I followed through with that on how I engaged on the platform with posts and videos and shows. When I first came on, I would go to shows and I would comment and say hi to people and, you know, remember something from the last time and ask them just, you know, how I would be in person. And same with posts when I engaged or my posts that I put up were all about, you know, I didn't know they were so extraordinary, Mm -hmm. but I kept getting these messages repeatedly about how real I was and how authentic I was. And that resonated with people. And it made me think, well, this must not happen very often. And so for me, engagement is about just really caring, really being interested, really wanting to know the other person, really wanting to support them, have them feel like your sincere gratitude or your happiness if you're celebrating with them, but to really remember it's another human being. Yeah, yeah. No, and I I really appreciate and getting to know you, just the power that that brings. You know, like you state there, you're um, disarming the stigma and removing our invisible report cards. What are these invisible report cards? Well, these invisible report cards go hand in hand with these masks we wear. But I will start with the invisible report card. It seems from talking to people, I'm not the only one that has an invisible report card in my head that as I go through my day, I am continually grading myself on how I'm doing. To some standard, I'm not sure where it was set or why it is the gold standard in the first place. And it occurred to me for the first time when I was going through my divorce, because I thought I was failing at divorce. You don't fail at divorce, you get through divorce. And that's just it. There is no report card. So But I was giving myself a failing grade because the people around me who had gone through divorces did it so much more, quote unquote, gracefully than I was. I was a mess. I was crying all the time. I, you know, stayed in pajamas for several days, didn't want to see people, you know, and this went on, you know, through my divorce and a little bit after. And there's some days now that, you know, it just hits me. But I had this report card in my head. And because people aren't talking, because we're all out there living life and we all know how challenging it can be, but we're not talking about the challenges and we're not talking about the yuck and the snotty and the unsexy. I was looking at the standard to be that you go through this gracefully. You are happy about what's happening. The impact is not pervasive in your life. And therefore I was failing at divorce. And these were even some of my closest friends. And then again, it hit me that by not being honest, by not showing up authentically, not sharing our stories, we're hurting one another. Like we are, I mean, in some cases, we're literally killing one another. 
you know, because people feel their life is so lacking or different or sub than what they're seeing out there. Yeah, yeah. And you're absolutely right. And I think, you know, it's hard, I think, for people to to really be them true selves. I think there's a level of trust that needs to be built. But once you get in alignment with somebody and you start to trust the story to speak gets even more rich. And it's important to share those stories, right? Um, give us some, you know, you've had some experiences in life that have caused you to be who you are today, Nancy. Are you willing to share that with our audience and uh, show up openly and honestly? Of course. Of course, of course, of course. I Stories are affirmations and they remind us that we're important, who we are, we're connected, we're more similar than different. So I will tell my story as many times as possible and in as many places as possible. And the reality is I share my story for those who can't yet do so for themselves. And I just will give the little warning here that my story is hard to hear. Do not judge yourself, please. Do not give yourself an internal report card for how you receive it. I was sexually abused by my grandfather until I was 16 years old. And the abuse came out because a mandated reporter put in a report. So it was put into the legal system. And from there, lots happened. Lots happened. I was anorexic for years after that. It was one of those places of control. But it was also a place where I hated my body. It had betrayed me. So why would I feed it and nurture it? I wanted to disappear. I and grateful I never had true suicidal ideation, but I was okay with dying. And so I went through that. And then I also experienced my first major depressive episode, first of many, at 20 years old after confronting my grandfather. You know, here I'm thinking this is my ticket to freedom. He'll take responsibility and I will feel better. Well, the reality is, even though he took responsibility, I was still left with all the work to do. And for whatever reason, a voice deep inside of me said, you're not giving this man another second of your life. You've already given too much. And that propelled me forward. So even through all, like I say, the yuck, unsexy, snotty moments, this was mine. I was not giving it to anyone else. Did it clear them up like magic? No, they're work. They're definitely work. But, you know, my story has allowed me um, to be a person who can step into those hurt, dark places comfortably with someone else and be there. It has given me wisdom that I can share with others about not wearing a mask, showing up, knowing exactly how terrifying it could be and how much you could feel that you have at risk. My experience has shown me that um, if you show up as yourself, there's no way you can be an imposter. Wow. Listen to that truth. Okay, how many of us are imposters in today's world and hiding behind too much of this stuff, Nancy? I mean, where and why have you seen the power of your sharing of story, which it's very, you know, raw and real? How has that changed things for you? I am going to use the word obligated and compelled. But once I started sharing my story, the number of people who shared bits and pieces of their story with me and often had never mentioned it to anyone before. It built this obligation and made me compelled to keep telling my story. There are people out there who can't and they're not ready or, you know, for whatever reason, they have not found their voice and they're and or not comfortable using it. And so once that happened, I knew I was helping people. And once I knew that 
people were willing to have the conversation, I became dedicated to telling my story because taboo won't do. We need to be talking about this stuff. I mean, my abuse came out when I was 16 years old about, and I am 48. And if you look at the history, nothing has changed. The numbers haven't changed. People are no more comfortable talking about it. We don't, you know, have space for it. And so my voice was given to me for a number of reasons. And one of them was to raise awareness about abuse and to take the stigma away from taboo topics. And we just want to thank you, you know, um, for actively fostering a brave space because these difficult conversations, they can be had, like you say, and it does change things for the better. Now, you also refer to yourself, and I love this. I think it's brilliant that you're a Sherpa. Tell people where that stems from, Nancy, and, and, and how do you see yourself as a Sherpa, Sherpa today in life? So I, I developed a program called The Chick with the Tool Belt, and it is about finding your inner voice, taking off the mask, and, and really importantly, like getting comfortable with using your voice. And it, it works on all levels. It's funny. People ask me like, well, who's your ideal client? And I can't answer that question with anything other than anyone who's ready, anyone who feels stuck, anyone who's been frustrated. But as I was creating the program, I realized that like coach, teacher didn't quite fit, didn't quite feel right. Because really what I was doing was journeying with people to what was already inside of them. You know, I was just sort of marking the path for them to follow. And so Sherpa came to mind, you know, with the, the distinction of knowing the path and bringing others along, you know, their journey. So that's, that's where that came from. And I believe I am a Sherpa for a lot of people. I've, I, you know, the chick with the tool belt has created so much change in so many people's lives. It's still hard for me to take in all of the things that people tell me in terms of how it's changed their lives and, you know, what it did for them and how inspiring it was. And that's a privilege and a gift. Why, why did you create the Chick with the Tool Belt program? It started with the hashtag Radiating Real campaign. And that came from when I jumped onto LinkedIn, at this point, it's about eight months ago, I knew nothing about metrics and what you're supposed to post. So I just started posting. And people were commenting, yes, about the content, but more how real I was. And like I said, that made me realize that's not out there. So creating Radiating Real was to give people the opportunity to put themselves out there, to show up and receive the unconditional love and acceptance that we all deserve. And, you know, hopefully once you do it once, there's less fear to do it again. And Radiating Real was great. And it was out there doing its thing. And I realized there's more I can do. There's more I can do. I had unintentionally did it with a, had done it with a friend or two where I, that's where the program came from. I had to reflect and look at what am I doing that people come back to me and tell me thank you so often? You know, why am I, why, what am I doing to garner that privilege and praise? And the chick with the tool belt came out. Like I just looked at what I do and I feel blessed to have a gift to be able to look at someone's goal and see the steps very clearly. Yeah, powerful. Okay, so you only got on LinkedIn eight months ago, okay? And you've been very honest about you didn't know what you were really doing at the time. But what have been some of the highlights? Who are some of the alignments? As um, you know, I think so many of us today, especially listening to this podcast, are listening and being part of LinkedIn. What are those highlights for you? Um, my one, my first highlight was about a week into LinkedIn, there was the XXO Connect platform telephone. 
And I was on talking about my childhood trauma, my childhood trauma, and realizing mid-sentence that I was part of the problem. Because if I can't talk about it, I'm unwilling to talk about it. How can I expect anyone else to talk about sexual abuse? And so that was the first moment where I put my story out there publicly to people who weren't face-to-face with me. You know, not somebody I knew, not somebody I was having a conversation with. And that was pivotal because, again, it, it lit my fire. This is something I need to do. This is my passion. This is my purpose, in part. And that was huge. And then I was so fortunate. Uh, so many people gave me opportunities to go live with them. And that shaped a lot. So there's, you know, Gabe Leal, Mike Pedrano, gosh, Russ Johns, and Brian Shulman. And I will give Brian Shulman a special shout out here because Brian and I had a quick conversation. And in that conversation, as I know now, he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. I didn't even know I I was looking for something in me, Um, but he saw it and he took me under his wing and he mentored me so that I didn't get lost in the shuffle on LinkedIn that I remain true to myself, that I found ways to bring who I am to the platform, how I engage with people, you know, to, to happen, even though I'm not sitting in a room with them. And, you know, it just having that person was amazing and such alignment there. And there's, the reality is there are so many amazing people on LinkedIn and it was nothing like I expected it to be. I was one of those people who had a job. So why do I need LinkedIn? But the community out there is so loving and accepting and so supportive and encouraging. There's been so many highlights. I have a highlight of doing my first solo show live. That was on Mother's Day this last year. I have highlights of that I have now become part of the dream team that puts together a What's Good Wednesday show and a Shout Out Saturday show, which are both you know Brian Schulman and Tim Stone. I do that with them. And that was just because I showed up and wouldn't go away. You know, I've, I've had the opportunity to be a keynote speaker, which if we're talking about like nurturing my soul and setting my heart on fire, that's it. You know, my speaking, my ability to get in front of a crowd, because I get both the far reach that I do with like a live show, but I get that in person face to face that is so important. And I think there's a lot of people who feel more comfortable sending me a message and being behind a screen, but there's a lot of people who want to talk to a person. And so that's been a huge highlight. I could keep going, but it's just, you know, to posts that are overwhelmingly embraced that I didn't expect them to be. It's just, there's, there's so much. Right, um, right. And Brian has also been one of our podcast guests. Love him. He's an amazing human. Like you said, I mean, he has this ability to, to raise people up. He did see something in you and, and brought you forward to, you know, sharing the wins that you are today with the different highlights, alignments, and, and future things. So, okay, if anybody else, what kind of tips or advice do you have, Nancy, for anybody who's listening to this and just like you at the point, getting started with it, where would they begin? I'm all about showing up. I think I'm actually doing a workshop with Tim Sona on October 21st on why personal content is your most powerful tool. And in my experience and talking to others, I realized that that's what grows your community, a connected, heartfelt community. That's what grows your business network. That's what brings business in. And that's what helps you accomplish those personal goals. So when I started Radiating Real, it's not about ripping your chest open and telling every secret that you've ever held. That's not real. 
but it is sharing yourself with the world in the ways that you're comfortable doing. So that is one way. And also the other thing I would say is when you're on live shows, go to live shows. I jumped in as if I knew everyone there. And I would just say, like, I would say, hi, Marlo, good to see you. If I had seen you on the last show, you and I have never met, but now people are talking to me and I'm talking to them. And I think that's, that's a way to build your community with like-minded people. Yeah. Uh, and that was really, you know, helpful for me to start finding my, my community on LinkedIn. And those shout outs are everything. I mean, like we all want to be recognized. And, and I think, you know, you've, you've really done a, just an amazing job with that. And it's so important. We want to hear our names. We want to be part of things. We want to be liked and mentored and pulled through and, and part of a community. So I think it's very, very important. Okay. So we're coming to the close of the episode. How can we get in touch with you? How can we find out more? Um, Chick with the tool belt, lots of things going on. Nancy, where are you at besides LinkedIn? Besides LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. And I will apologize in advance because I work in the public school system. So I'm constantly dodging families and students. And so the names are different everywhere. On Instagram, it's vibing underscore with underscore Nancy, recently changed. On Facebook, it's Nancy Debra, D-E-B-R-A. And it's my full name, Nancy Barrows, on YouTube. And I invite everyone who's listening, I want to offer your audience a free 15-minute consultation. You know, whether you're looking to radiate real or not, good conversation with great people is never wasted time. You can also email me. If everything else fails, you can email me at nancy.d as in barrows at gmail.com. And there is a chick with the tool belt page on LinkedIn and all that good stuff. Where's comes to worst, send up some smoke signals or, you know, contact Marla. She knows how to get a hold of me. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you'll definitely be here in the show notes as well. So Nancy, once again, thank you so much for, for being real with us today and sharing your, your powerful story with others and really inspiring other people who are hiding behind that mask to come forward and to bring their best selves with them. So thank you. Thank you. You can also find more details as mentioned on the show notes and also on our website at marlohiggins.com. We want to thank you for listening today. This is Marlo Higgins, your host and coach for having it all. Did you enjoy this conversation as much as I did? If you're looking for more conversations like these, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review of the podcast. Subscribing and leaving a review helps it show up on your phone every time a new episode is released and leaving a review helps other people like you find us so they can get the help they need so they can live their best life. Also, subscribe to our weekly email on our website at marlohiggins.com. This is the place that we share insider tips with our audience and drop polarizing insights with you. Remember, the road to success is better with friends. So be sure to share this episode to help all of you reach your goals together. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, success is universally desired, personally defined, and always within reach.